welcome to the Millennial Career Playbook's company interview series, which focuses on corporate cultures worth knowing about if you're a job-seeking millennial or simply enjoy working in millennial-friendly environments. This series offers you company-specific information you won't find anywhere else, helping you decide if a particular firm is a great fit for you, and also offering you tips on how to most effectively land a job with the company. I'm Debbie Woldridge, CEO of outsource training company TTC Innovations, which specializes in providing corporations with customized millennial-focused training solutions. Hosting this series with me is best-selling author Haya Bender, whose credits include five dummies books and a complete idiot's guide, and articles for the New York Times. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com, as we're always adding new interviews and other content. Joining Hi and I today is Annette Martinez, Vice President of Human Resources at the largest insurer in the United States, State Farm. Annette, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at State Farm Insurance? I'm Vice President of Human Resources. I've been with the company for 28 years. I deal with all things human resources, everything from recruiting and hiring to diversity and inclusion, compensation, labor relations, every aspect of HR. Can you explain to our audience a little bit about State Farm Insurance? State Farm is an insurance and financial services company. We were founded in 1922. G.J. Mahurl, who was our founder, started this business based on innovation. He looked at the insurance industry and said, I have a new idea. And he went and actually pitched this to an insurance company. And they said, hey, this is the way we do it here. And if you want to do it that way, go start your own company. And sure enough, he did. And 94 years later, we are number one auto and homeowner insurer in the country. Our home base is Bloomington, Illinois, where I currently live. We have branches all over the country. We have almost 70,000 employees and an additional 17,000 contract agents, which are sales representatives. They are not considered employees, but they definitely are the face of State Farm to our customers. State Farm is made up of people who, in many cases, have come from very humble beginnings. These are people who never imagined that they would travel because of their work or go back to school and learn the things that they've learned, who never imagined that they would be in a place where they could thrive and have opportunities that they've had. And you're going to find people here who really are just good folks and wanted to come to a really solid company, people who didn't have college they came in as an assistant or they came in in the mail room and they leave the organization 30 years later as an executive with the organization. You know, I feel really good about working for a company who, regardless of where you come from, that you give every opportunity here to succeed. To me, those are really fabulous stories to be able to tell. When I was a recruiter, it was an easy job to do. It's easy to recruit for a company who, you know, cares about their people and cares about our customers that we serve. The mission statement for State Farm is to help people manage the risks of everyday life, recover from the unexpected, and realize their dreams. Any stories that are focused on customer size that you just mentioned? We're an organization that helps others. We don't sell a tangible product. We sell something that we hope you never have to use. But if you have to use it, we want to be here and make sure you do that. I'm never more proud of this company than when we have to deal with a catastrophe. We are in the business of risk. So when we have major issues, tornadoes or hurricanes, this company really comes together to be a part of helping people recover. I've been in several of those meetings when we have to deal with very difficult situations and people who have lost their homes, lost their families. Everybody rallies around that and knows that that's what our job is about. And it's a difficult time. If you can imagine, that's when we pay out a lot of money 
And so as a business, that certainly wouldn't necessarily be people's first to say, hey, I can't wait till we have a catastrophe. But I can tell you here, because we know that's a business we're in, that people really are able to lean in and to make sure that those things are taken care of and that we're servicing our customers. We handle about 35,000 claims a day in a regular day. And so in claims, they actually have the opportunity to write in and tell us about their service. And we get customers every day that are telling us about the wonderful experience they've had with State Farm. We've been able to grow our business because of how we treat our customers. We are a family organization. We consider ourselves family. We work closely together and we have a high respect for families. State Farm being a family to our employees translates well into our customers. Anywhere I go in this country, if I ever have a problem, you know, we tell our children, if you're ever traveling and you have a problem, go talk with the State Farm agent. Let them know you're part of the State Farm family. They will help you out. They will be kind. They will make sure they get you to the right place. Those are your resources to go to. And if you move, if you're looking for a daycare in the new location, if you're looking for a place to get your hair cut, rely on the people that are around you who have become your family. This is just one of those cultures and organizations where people really feel trust and really lean into each other to help each other and support each other through the process. State Farm has been honored by the National Association of Female Executives for being a top company for executive women and also by Working Mothers Magazine for being one of the best companies for multicultural women. What kind of opportunities for training executive women do you have in place? We have a very active and vibrant tuition reimbursement program a little over $5,000 annually in tuition reimbursement. We also do insurance education, and we pay for all the costs for our associates to do that. We have an employee development portfolio, which is for all employees. We have a leadership development portfolio. We have an executive portfolio for those who are in higher level roles. And then we also have very focused development for women, people of color. So we have quite a bit. We're involved in International Women's Forum. Women in the World Summit, the Signature Program, Black Enterprise Women of Power, definitely women-specific programs, but beyond that, it's an organization of learning. With the education reimbursement, does it have to be tied directly into their job today, or could they take courses that are forward-thinking and moving up in their career in other areas? doesn't have to be tied directly into their job. The tuition reimbursement is eligible for associate's degrees, bachelor's, and master's degrees. And then we do have some that attend an executive MBA program. So in those cases, we focus on the business. But we certainly want people to learn and be able to benefit the organization moving forward, but it may not be directly to their current position. So there's lots of opportunities to move in different areas. Learning is never out at State Farm. Are there other things that State Farm is doing that helps ensure a great culture for female executives? One of the things that we did early on in the diversity and inclusion efforts was employee resource groups. The first one to launch was actually called WNET, which is the Women's Networking Group. And the whole intention of that was to provide a platform for female leaders to come together to talk about career development, mentoring, really getting guidance from other women to help create a platform for women to succeed by getting support from other women. They do a lot of networking opportunities, trying to build up experience with other people and having conversations with others in different areas. Networking is a big part of that. Second is mentoring, which is more deliberate. There's a lot of folks that do one-on-one mentoring, group mentoring, also a lot of different educational things. Is the mentoring program within the organization a formalized mentoring or is it informal or maybe a mix of both? It's a little bit of both. 
some that are very unstructured and we allow those to happen. But there's also some that do very deliberate. If I wanted to be a mentor, I would go in and say, these are the things I have to offer somebody. And then there's actually a formal matching program to tie the two together. So you have that on the very extreme side of structure, but both are available. What are things that State Farm is doing to attract millennials? We have the Young Business Professionals, YBP. They're one of our employee resource groups. They are our largest employee resource group, and they're extremely active. We have Innovation Central. They're in there and looking at their job day to day. They can go in and provide ideas and examples and things that we should think about as an organization moving in the future, or perhaps tweaking new processes or product development. We're reaching out to people who have ideas how to make things better. Debbie mentioned awards that State Farm won in relation to women. State Farm has also won awards for Best Employer for Healthy Lifestyles from the National Business Group on Health and Fit Friendly Company for, from the American Heart Association. Could you talk a little about that aspect of the company? So we, a few years ago, really started being very active in the space around wellness. We have nurses in most of our major locations. 80% of their time is specifically focused on wellness. We have a scale down weight loss challenge. And last year, we ended up having about 4,500 participants. They lost over 11,000 pounds. We have a health coaching, which is around sleep, stress, tobacco cessation. We really work with our cafeterias on nutrition. And then we do a wellness assessment. It's really on preventative care. Of our 70,000 employees, typically we have over 40,000 that complete the assessment. There is a benefit to them on their group benefit plan as well. We're very structured in our wellness efforts. Several offices have different types of exercise programs that come in. We have yoga and uh, different types of wellness programs that they can take on site at the end of the day before they head home for the day. We are really proud of our wellness efforts and feel that we're just really putting a lot of good energy into that. Some of the acknowledgments we've gotten has been because of that deliberate work. Related to that, can you talk a little about anything that you have in place to help support a work-life balance? We have people who are part-time who are able to do some type of job share. We do have a full benefits package. We try to be generous to make sure that they are having the time to step away, uh, be healthy, take their vacation. Then we have a permission sick family, so if children are sick, when people choose maybe to, they're going to start a new family or there are different phases, perhaps they're in a sandwich generation to do that. We also have LifeWorks EAP programs, which get legal advice or perhaps to get senior care advice if they're helping an elderly parent and they're looking for a facility or looking for extra care. So we also provide them with that uh, free of charge for them to be able to access resources so that when they're here, able to focus 100% on what they're doing and not be distracted by life that comes into play through our families. What's available for someone who maybe wants to work off-site part-time or full-time? Technology has given us a lot more flexibility in the last few years. Depending on their role, there are some positions that allow lots of flexibility to be able to work from a distance. And we do have teleworkers, telecommuters. We have people who work 4 by 10 work weeks or 4 by 80. We do have part-time available for employees as well. Do you have some idea of what percentage of a company works off-site? If I was going to guess, I would say it'd be under 10%. Is there anything else millennial-friendly State Farm does that we've neglected to ask you about? 
We really do a lot around charitable giving. We have had a matching gift program for 30 years that can be matched gifts for qualified universities and colleges. That's up to $3,000 per year per employee. In 2015, just to give you an idea, we granted more than 5,000 of these grants. It benefited about 1,000 schools, and our total match was more than $3.3 million. We also have Good Neighbor Grants. Associates can earn $500 for a nonprofit organization if they donate 40 hours or more in a calendar year. Last year, we had over 4,400 participants. The number of volunteer hours were approximately 400,000. And that funding came to just over $2.3 million. Do you have any advice for someone who's interested in being an agent for a company? There's about 17,000 of the agents. So that's separate from our 70,000 associates, employees. They're independent contractors, and they're actually our salespeople. So they're the face of our organization in the communities where they sell our products. Sometimes they come and they'll work as employees first, and then they decide to open their own business, or they'll come in specifically as entrepreneurs to sell State Farm products. Brokers sell for multiple companies. Our agents are exclusive, so they only sell for State Farms. They're providing their own space, setting their own hours. They're running their own business as a contractor to State Farms. That's correct. Of course, always looking for great sales people. We're looking for people with the highest level of integrity, people who want to serve others through not only their customers, but most of our agents serve a community. They're usually very actively involved in the communities where they live. And so we do like people who are committed to those communities and who do like to give back and be socially responsible on a local level. They have to come in with those entrepreneurial skills, being able to sell. They're out there to sell the product and to be able to deliver when that product is in need. And so be able to service if somebody has a claim. They're on call all the time. Many of our very, very successful agents are those that are in a particular community. People we hired a lot of were educators, teachers, principals, coaches. They had great networks of people socially being connected to those communities. And they were giving them a good product, selling our State Farm product. In other words, someone being able to leverage the fact that they have a local network and also that they're trusted within that network because Absolutely. of what they establish trust through doing something like being a teacher or coach where mm-hmm. people trust you by nature of what you're doing. What are some things that our audience could do to prepare for a successful career at State Farm? Somebody who can be successful here is someone who's really committed to serving others. You know, there's lots of opportunities for people to move ahead and to be able to come in and succeed. But the focus should start with how do we best help and service our customers? How do we work best together? How do we collaborate? So it's got to be someone who has that level of commitment. We're looking for people who are genuine. You can tell that they are who they are and that they want to come and make a difference. We want people who are ambitious, who have desire to move ahead and to do things. We want people who have good ideas, who can help us think about the future and somebody who is really committed to learning. Because as I said, we are a company that expects people to keep learning. And so we want people who have that intellectual curiosity to be able to grow and want to be able to be a lifelong learner. Somebody who just had an idea, who came in, who was committed to doing the right thing by people, who had high ethical standards, be great about building good relationships, keep our eye focused on the customer, and do the right thing every day. I'm wondering if there's something in terms of what might make someone stand out when being considered at a job interview or something extra that they could do Mm -hmm. to make them especially be considered beyond Mm -hmm. everyone else. 
because we feel so proud about our culture to be able to know a little bit about our company. There are times, and I had people show up that said the wrong company name to us. So they're looking at Allstate. You know, we kind of sound like Allstate and farmers. So understanding our company and our culture is a really big thing. And to understand we are a mutual company, which means we're owned by our policyholders. That's a distinct difference for us. So it didn't used to be because there were more companies that were mutual companies, but now we are one of the few that are still a mutual company and understanding that about us and what that means different from a shareholder company, that's important. Could you actually talk a little about that, what the difference is? Yes, we are owned by our policyholders, which means our policyholders could earn dividends back in the program. So we do not have stock. Other than our policyholders who can provide us input, we don't have other shareholders. We do have a board of directors who help provide some of that external perspective. But other than that, it's our policies holders that own us. And that is a distinct difference because we have some flexibility how we do things, knowing that we don't have to answer to stockholders. Do you mean you're in a better position to make decisions for the long-term versus short-term profits? I do mean that. And we can say, well, we can wait it out for a little bit longer. Sometimes we don't want to overreact to what's happening in the market when we can maybe have more flexibility to stay and wait things out. And then what tips could you offer somebody once he or she has been hired to enjoy a long and successful career? We are primarily a promote from within organization. The beauty of that is that most of the people here that are in senior levels of organization have been here 20, 25, 30, 35 years. There's a lot of great opportunity. I'm doing things and I've done things I never imagined because I was given the opportunity to move and learn and grow in the company. That's quite different than a company that predominantly hires externally. And so we do a little bit of the external hire and it's very small, but for the most part, we want our people to come in and to grow and we want them to be successful here. And I think that sets State Farm apart from a lot of other companies that are willing to bring in lots of diverse talent externally. We like to grow ours. And I think that says a lot for the opportunities. All the tools are here for somebody to be successful. It's a matter of what you decide to put into that and commit to continuing to grow yourself. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and for being so wonderfully articulate about it. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Annette, for taking the time to share with our audience some of the reasons why State Farm Insurance has been recognized by so many organizations for being a top employer. You made it so clear to us what a great family State Farm is. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. As you can tell, hopefully, we are very proud of what we have here, and we think there's lots of opportunity moving forward. Most of us that are here are here long-term for a reason, so I'm very proud to be able to share that. Hi, and I thank you for listening to this interview. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tncpb.com, as we're always adding new interviews and other content designed to help you find a job or enhance your career.